Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 201 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex Podcast. My name is Chamberlain. Joining me this evening from two different countries with very different viewpoints and possibly different, you know, directions, shall we say. Chance of the games of Chance at blogspot.com. Chance on the upside. Alex is south. Between Ooh. the two of us, you get the whole picture. That's true. <clears throat> I'm in the middle ground. I'm the, the great Midwest of many places. And Alex is here of dailycrapbox.blogspot.com. Alex represents the south slash east of the continent. Mm-hmm. Y'all. I'll be the I'll be the middle, and Chance will be the great white north, which makes me like the white part of the Oreo. Is that how we're doing this? I, I mean, I, I, we're all super I think, super white. I think that's I think true. it's ac- I think that's accurate. But no, I do feel like he is the whitest. I probably am the whitest. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like culturally. Oh, being from Wisconsin, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. From, from, I mean, from the, the part of the Midwest that I am from, yes. Yeah. Awful lot of milk and cheese just kind of does that to you. Okay, now, you guys, I mean, are either of you into sports at all? Not really. I'll watch the occasional football game. Okay, um, then, all right, then let's Don't not ask bring me detailed questions because I won't know the right. answers. Then, then maybe let's just not bring it up and leave it to people who are better informed. Well, what was the question? About uh, Kobe? Yeah, Kobe died. Yeah. Oh, then, that, yeah. Well, it, okay. It's interesting, as I was flipping around TV on Sunday, trying to avoid the Pro Bowl, because nobody should actually watch the Pro Bowl, because the Pro Bowl was a farce. And I flipped across it, and then there was, like, breaking news. I'm like, oh, shit, what happened? Because whenever there's breaking news in the States, I assume that we're bombing somebody, because that's usually what it is. That's a good point. And it was breaking news of Kobe dying in in a horrific helicopter crash. And my wife and I sit there for a second, and we, we think, okay, did that warrant breaking news? Yes. And the answer we came up with was absolutely because Kobe actually transcends sports. He's like a, yep. he's like Jordan or Shaq. He's a name that people know outside of people who follow basketball. I think uh, I was going to say Ali. That's going a little far. I don't think it is. I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll, it is because because Kobe actually is like a genuine cultural giant like that. On the West Coast, he is. Ali is nationwide. Okay, well, there's two things. <clears throat> First of all. There is a word for nailing a super super long throw of something. You, yeah, and and it's just it's just Kobe. Kobe. Mm-hmm. I knew that before I understood that that was about a basketball player. <laughs> his name was, was a word before I had any idea who he was. So yeah, yeah, he, he transcended he was, his sport. He was yes. definitely a big deal. And um, what 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 hit me was two things. Uh, Stephen Colbert points out. That planes have black boxes, so when a crash occurs, you can look at what happened and improve the next plane. Helicopters do not, and that should be resolved. I did uh, not know that. Interesting, what? right? Hmm. The other hmm. thing was a tweet from just a guy who went into a flower shop in L.A. and asked for some flowers, and the woman says, what color? And he goes, purple and yellow. And when she goes to hand him over, he goes, okay, how much do I owe you? She goes, are these for Kobe? And he goes, yeah. She goes... For L.A., and she just hands him over. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, he was, yeah, like. Oh, he was an absolutely an important cultural figure. Absolutely. Yes. It's just, if you're on the East Coast, you hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Red Baron. <laughs> if you're on the West Coast, you go love him. Fuck, and in the Midwest, where we just recently got a decent basketball team, we're like, okay, at least he's retired. <laughs> so, he was retired. So I, I will I will not speak ill of him. I think he I, I don't know enough about anything, but yeah, I, I realize it. Yep, yeah, that's good good breaking news. I think there's a Family Guy sketch about him that's pretty dead on. 
How's that go? It went, uh, Kobe, did you rape that woman? And he pulls out a basketball, spins on his finger, and all the, both the detectives go, ooh. ooh. <laughs> and then the sketch ends. Well, okay. I'm of two thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Now, on the one hand, n- none of us is the worst thing we've ever done. No. That's a pretty bad thing to have done. Yes, it is. And I racked my brain this week trying to think of the equivalent that a woman could do that would leave her similarly, I don't know, just branded bad for life. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of was uh, Pat no matter. Oh, oh, I got one. Sex trafficking. No, not even that. Uh, really? I think I really don't. I really don't think that. I think maybe uh, killing your kid. Is oh, one. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? The name Carla Homolka comes to mind. I don't know that one. Really? Alex, yeah, do you know that, that name? I don't want to get into the story. It's not for uh it's not for play company, let's say, and I don't want to bring it up on the podcast. Let's say it's a dark story. It's a bad story. It's a bad story. Um, I listen to true crime every day. I love this shit. Yeah. We'll Wikipedia it later. <laughs> yeah, email email me that name. I need a new rabbit hole. Okay. K A R L A Carla. With a K. H H O M O L K A. Is she Canadian? Yes. Well, there you go. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. It's 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 horrific. We we got our own Bundys, man. Anyway. Um, We got plenty of Ted Bundy. Yeah. I mean, it's. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, so on the one hand, uh, no, it it shouldn't be forgotten that you was part of that legacy, but. As I recall, as you explained it, um, he apologized. He publicly apologized for causing harm. He didn't. Ex- he didn't admit that he did it, yeah. but he publicly apologized for any harm that he did her, and gave her a shit ton of money. And she was like, "Okay." So yeah. if she's okay, if she says okay, I'm okay with it. That's between them. Now, would I want my daughter going over to Kobe's house? No, but. Oh man, I was about to make a horrible joke. So let's move on. Yeah. All, all respect <laughs> he did have to Kobe five Bryant. Of his own daughters or something like that. So we'll all respect, that. all respect to his family. You're going through the worst of possible times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm terrified they're going to find out that the pilot did something stupid. I just. Well, that's the reason why a lot of celebrities die in plane crashes. Is the private pilots are the ones that flunked out of flight school. Mm. And there is the uh, the whole fog thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, most airline pilots are ex Air Force. Most of them, yeah, they get hired by the major airlines. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let, let's anyway. move on to happier news. Did we fully discuss Dracula last week? I think we did. I don't think we did. We didn't. I don't think we did. It was that yeah. thing was an email chain. Okay. I recall, Alex, you were not pleased with it. I thought it started out pretty good, and just it went from Sherlock season one to season four in three episodes. Oh. Me. Okay. On the one hand, yeah, it did. Yeah. On the other hand, I, I was kind it was a of fun ride, though. I was expecting it to. I was, I was, I was going into it with the knowledge that these are the people who made Sherlock. Thus, yeah. it can be as good as Sherlock at its best, and as bad as Sherlock at its worst. Man. And even when it oh. was as bad as Sherlock at its worst, it was gleefully creative with a classic character. Yeah, and made made fucking Dracula scary again and yeah, interesting I liked again. It. it was really hammer. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and uh, and. In in the third okay so uh, listener I'm going to spoil Netflix Dracula for you know it's been a couple weeks that's right in the third episode we discover that basically in terms of Bram Stoker's original story Van Helsing was so successful that Dracula never even fucking made it to London mm-hmm. he sunk to the bottom of the fucking ocean and there he slept for 125 years or something 
And then he finally wakes up on account of something and walks up on shore. And there is the fucking nun who put him in the ocean 200 years ago, standing there in a cop's clothes in front of him with a helicopter circling overhead. What the fuck is going on? Well, that's her, it's, it's her like great, great grandchild or something or grandniece. And she runs an agency set up by Jonathan Harker's widow 200 years ago to combat Dracula should he ever return. And, and they capture Dracula on the beach and they take him back to their fucking lair. And then Dracula's lawyer shows up and says, I will reveal your secret society if you don't release my client who has rights under the law and you are not cops who can arrest. Therefore, you're just kidnapping. You got to let him go. Yeah, and, these guys have, have armed mercenaries and they just let him fucking go. And they let Dracula walk out the door, which is the dumbest shit I've ever fucking this is like, heard. This is like maybe 15 minutes. Yes. As opposed to just you know, like shooting the lawyer, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, like, all, and all this could be that. stopped if they just like just put him down like maybe once or twice as soon as he got too close to somebody. They let him get away like twice. It's such bullshit. Yes, and it, it's just done so that we can have more of this Dracula. And it's just goofy. You know what it was like? It was like it was like watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It was like it was fun, man. It was a fun hey, fucking show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer had better character choices. Okay, yeah, the, the the choices of the characters in this were made in service of pushing the plot forward. There, there's yeah. a lot of contrivances in here, but and it's it's just like Sherlock. This is a show that thinks it's far cleverer than it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. It's got some it, good points. I, I love how like he becomes like erotically fixated on the sun because he can't look at it. He yeah, has a nice little detail there. Yeah, and the uh, where was it going? The courtship. Of of the modern Mia, that was her name? Yeah. Yeah, the courtship of the modern Mia, I thought was fascinating. What the fuck does Dracula it, do it on a date? It was a season he, of story in 20 minutes. It t- was exhausting. On a date, Dracula takes you to a graveyard and scares the shit out of you because he feeds off your hunger or he feeds off your fear. I fucking love that. It was yeah. wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was silly and great and just great. He crawls yeah. out of a wolf. <laughs> I'm sorry. People were talking about Game of Thrones having the worst ending of all time. It just tells me that not enough people, not enough people saw how bad season four of Sherlock got. Uh, you have a, like, Sherlock has a secret sister and she's Hannibal Lecter and the last episode is Saw. It, it, good God. Yeah, but the, at the same time, when I think of Sherlock, I don't think of that episode. That That's a forgettable, shitty arc to me. It's the end. The I last know. One. I know. And it's not good. I agree. It's not good. But uh, but I don't think of that when I think of Sherlock. I think of the good times. I think of how sexy Benedict Cumberbatch is in that long black coat. Mm-hmm. You don't think about the second episode of every season. No, I, I think about I think about uh, <laughs> I think about all the weird smash cuts like Luther had used all the time to show action yeah. instead of actually choreographing action. <laughs> yeah, that also flew off the rails. Yeah. So anyway. so back to Dracula. I've mm. not seen it now. Mm-hmm. Compare. Have we all seen Bram Stoker's Dracula? I think the definitive. Still. Gary Oldman? Yeah. Or this guy? This guy's more of a Bond villain. Yeah. He's more fun. He's enjoying it a lot more. Uh, Gary Oldman is more interesting. He's playing it to the page. He's like, this is what's written, and this is here he is. What lovely music they make. <laughs> they make. Yeah. I, I can actually do that. <laughs> I can actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> Scares the shit out of people. It's good. Hmm. But no Keanu Reeves having a terrible accent in this no. one, so that's automatically <laughs> points for that. But no young Winona Ryder. Minus. Young yeah. Winona Ryder was smoking. Yep. I had a crush on Winona Ryder my entire youth. 
Yeah, well, a lot of people did. <laughs> we're all about the same age. And then she started stealing purses. And we're like, yeah, okay. No, I, I, I still, you know, I would take care of her through her purse-stealing phase. <laughs> I'd, well, I'd be fine with it. on top of things and is doing Stranger Things now, so it's okay. And being really drunk at the Emmys in a way it's just charming itself. <laughs> so last week we ended with me promising to go play Doom 2016. Yes, we did. Uh, I Doesn't near... that hold right the fuck up? It really does. Did you start again? Oh, I've replayed it like four or five times over the yeah. last couple of years. It I really, played. I played a little of it, believe it or not. It really just holds the fuck up. Yeah. Again, it's, it's so good at hiding things. Yeah, and and yeah, like even after I've probably played that game five times now, yeah. and I'm still like banging my head against some secrets. Like I fucking remember it's around here somewhere. I can't find right. the super shotgun right now. It's driving me I crazy. played through the first level. That's about it. Still, it's a great first level. It's an amazing well, first it level. It is, it is. But the, re- the reason I stopped is the same reason I stopped replaying anything. It's that I, I, I'm always terrified that I'm not being as careful the second time playing it as the first, that I'm missing things I found the first time. And it's like this weird neurosis I have to stop it's playing. It's weird. It is well, weird. then you can do a new game plus and all your secrets are found. The map's filled in. Hmm. The map is filled in on new game plus? Do? Wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Borderlands 3. There we go. There you go. They have the exact same map. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I did. I did yeah, play through do. the first level of Doom, and it was like, oh yeah, this is this is it's as smooth and nice as it was before. So, uh, I don't I know don't... why you'd want the the gun in the middle. I don't know why you want that back. Yeah, I don't want that back. No. Um, I downloaded um, I downloaded Wander Song, ah. and uh, I started playing it, and then uh, I had uh, the Outsider on HBO on. So I stopped playing and kept on watching The Outsider. And Outsider's not a bad show. Yeah. I, I like yeah, it's it's best Nothing with Ben Mendelssohn's worthless. No, it's the performances are kind of the the best thing about it. The the bad guy is interesting, but I also know it's Stephen King, so I'm not expecting much from the ending. Yeah, the ending's eh, it's fine. Yeah. And you didn't play Water Song. No, no. Well, let me let me be very clear. I played the first ninety seconds of Water Song. Oh, see, <laughs> and it was delightful. Table, it was delightful. No, you're jaunt. right. No, you're right. You were 100% right. Everything you said about it uh, was delightful. It was all true. It's all true. Mm-hmm. Listener, he's right. Wonder Song is great. I, I did finish it. So and far, I'm not going to spoil it. So you, you need seconds. to play it because there's a couple interesting spoilery things I need to talk about with somebody. Very, some very meta things throughout okay. it that I, can't, I cannot talk about now because you haven't finished it. I will say that I did finish it. And it, it, it's like four hours, five hours long. It's not very long at all. Okay. And it is obvious from the moment you find out that the world is ending and that the bard is out there trying to find and sing the world song, you know how the game is going to end. You oh, you're going to sing the song that ends the world. It's going to go through, but it still works. And, and, and when you get to that final moment where all the good things are happening, it still functions and you're still like going, <clears throat> yeah, this is pretty good. Okay, this is pretty good. His credits are good. It's good stuff. So it, it, it works. You can see all the strings. You can see the machinery. You can see all the things turning in the background. And it still works. Because it's just a good, feel-good story that has some light platforming attached to it. The fact they can squeeze that just into light platforming is pretty impressive. The, uh, the writing's pretty good, actually. The and characters the, are very consistent and believable. The the expressiveness and the animation of the characters is... I know, they're simple. They're little South Park guys, but they still, yeah. like... Their it's faces look great. It's 100% It's like South tier. Park, but Pixar. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, not a bad way to put it. Well, I don't know. So, listeners, go out go out and play this game. It's good stuff. If you, if you need, need a, a bright moment oh. amidst your national awfulness. 
Uh, you know what else I watched? I was just reading an article today about how the biggest ever deal at Sundance just went down. You know whose movie it was for? What? Andy Samberg's. Ugh. What and, movie? Andy Samberg has made a film that's kind of a romantic comedy riff on Groundhog Day. Mm. Where um, he plays a guy who has been in a time loop for so long, he's forgotten what he did for a living before he started looping. Uh, and every day he crashes a wedding and blah, 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 blah. And he ends up bumping into a woman who is also in the time loop with him. And they have both been experiencing the same day forever. So they they just kind of start doing all the insane shit that you can do. They start carving out a life for themselves within a day that always repeats. Uh, and apparently it's very original. That said, um, last year Amazon picked up two movies that just crashed and burned. One was Late Night with Mindy Kaling and... Emma Thompson, which I still want to see. <clears throat> it's on Amazon Prime right now. And the other one is called Brittany Runs a Marathon. I've Alex. not heard of either of these. Okay. Well, uh, really? Man, yeah. I heard about them. Um, okay. Do you remember uh, Office Christmas Party? Do you ever see Office oh, Christmas yeah, Party? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the woman who was basically the pimp, and she had, like, a very nice, positive, mothering personality, and then pull out a fucking gun? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that woman plays uh, plays Brittany. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, it's it's not, it's tonally inconsistent. It's kind of like, you know how a lot of people said Trainwreck was totally in, tonally inconsistent, but it really wasn't? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, me too. But this one actually is tonally inconsistent, I feel. Like, oh. it, it, there's just a bit too much depression in it, almost, for a comedy. Mm. Uh, that said, she is so watchable and just very, very endearing. And I'm, yeah, really nice show. Enjoying it so far. Mm. I, I did not finish um, Late Night. I just started it, and then something took me away from it. But it wasn't terrible from what I saw so far. Mindy Galen. We like her. So on top of Wander Song, I did <laughs> also I did also um, play start and finish Val Ferris with Val Ferris is the oh, follow shit. up to um, Slain. Now that's on Hell. that's on Switch, yeah. Uh, it's you play on, it? Actually, I, I got it on Xbox too. Okay. So it's on it's on everything. Okay. Um, steep price. They wanted twenty five American for it, which is like really for a pixel platform. <laughs> Remember how good our last game was. <laughs> Uh, well, here's the thing. I yeah, actually think Slain was fine. I thought Slain uh, was okay. Yeah, but do you think, think it was worth twenty five bucks? No, I got there it for like go. four bucks. It was on super go. sale. That's right. Um, but I liked it enough that I pl- plopped down full price for Valfaris. And okay. Valfaris is pretty much just slain, but now you've got a gun. That sounds like a much better slain. Um, it is because you also have multiple different guns. I mean, you've, you've got a, a gun that has infinite ammo. You've got a, usually like a rifle or something that has ammo that you can recharge and you've got a sword. And the sword melee attacks refill the gauge to use the bigger gun for. Hmm. But you also pick up like a dozen other weapons, like different pistols, different different rifles, different swords even. One of the swords is like a spider leg. You kill a spider and you rip its leg off and now you have the sword. Okay. That's a spider's leg. So it's actually pretty cool. Uh, it, it's the same kind of gorgeously done animation. It's the same kind of just metal music all the time. Um Visually, it's a little brighter than the last one, which is good because Slain was actually just kind of dark in places to see what's going on. This one is more colorful. It's brighter. It's also more difficult. It's harder. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. No. Nope. 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 Not um, doing it. It's, it's harder, but it has a very interesting um, mechanic for checkpoints. So as you're playing along, you pick up a resurrection stone. 
Okay. And the resurrection stone you use to power a checkpoint. So I pick up the resurrection stone. I have this resurrection stone. I plug it into the checkpoint. And then when I die, I go back to that checkpoint. Or if you're brave, you can hold out of that resurrection stone because the resurrection stone gives you slightly more maximum health. The more stones you pick up, the more health you have. So there's a very distinct risk-reward of, I'm going to skip this checkpoint and hold on to this resurrection stone, try to get to the next one to have a little more health. So, I never did that because I'm a coward, now, but does it, it's does there. It, does it do a thing where there's no way you could possibly go to the next checkpoint, drop your stone, and walk back to the last checkpoint, get the other stone? No, it doesn't. It, well, you, expend, you spend it. It's gone. Oh, okay. You use it. And any stones you have left at the end of the level can be turned in for the currency to upgrade your weapons. Hmm. What what that mecha- what that mechanic really is? It's it's driving replay. It's saying you know what you finished it once. Now you know how the game works. Play it again, but don't use every checkpoint. You freaking coward! I'm not going to do that because the game's yeah, hard if, enough as it is. Al- if you've already done it, and like what's the, what's the benefit of doing it? Like as you play through the game, you keep your power ups on your weapons. Uh, you can power your power up your weapons more. There are not enough of the power ups in the in the world itself to power up more than maybe three three or four weapons. Okay. But if you manage to go through a level and not spend any stones, you can turn all that into the power-up stuff and you can power up more of your weapons. Mm. Thereby making it easier for you as you go. It's an interesting mechanic. I didn't take advantage of it because that's just not how I play the game, but I liked the idea, the general idea of, of here's a choice. Checkpoint or no checkpoint and more max health. Interesting choice. Hmm. It, I, I will say it's more difficult because some of the bosses are fuck you level difficulty. They're like, I mean, you, you, you walk into a boss and you have no idea yeah, what to do. Yeah, but that was, that was like every boss in Slain too, though. Yeah, it, it's, we, we are actually approaching, one, one of the bosses approached uh, Satan difficulty from Cuphead. I mean, it was bad. It was rough. Um, and the final boss, the final boss in Slain was a three-stage boss. But as you beat each stage, if you died, let you start at the next stage, at, at, at the stage you had finished. Very generous mm-hmm. on Slane's part. Yeah, Valforest doesn't do that. It's a three-stage boss, and if you die, guess what? I hate Starting that. Starting from well, the beginning I mean, again. That, so that is, that is the more common practice, let's be it honest. It is the more common practice. Um, I, if you added up all the time I spent on just the last boss, it's probably close to an hour. Hour and a half, maybe. And I learned that I cannot record any longer than 30 seconds of 4K footage on my Xbox because I don't have an external hard drive hooked up for it that's designated for the capture. Yeah, 4K I was like, this... looks at your hard drive and cackles. Yeah, I know. I was like, this. well, it's, it's not even that. It's that it keeps it in memory and just can't store enough of it. It needs yeah. a place to dump it over USB 3. And it, you can't use the same hard drive that you have your games installed to because it just wasn't work. The throughput isn't there. So um, uh, are you familiar with a resolution called 1080p? Uh, even then, without using the external hard drive, it's only about a minute. Really? Wow. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, if you wanna save any longer than that at any reasonable resolution, you have to use an external hard drive. My, it's not being used for saves. My stuff on the PS4 saves at 1080p and I can set it to 5 or 10 or 15 or 30 minutes every time I hit the share button. Yeah. 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 This one, with the way the Xbox share works is if you, I mean, it's always recording and you can just say, save the last 30 seconds and it'll do that. But if you actually turn on the recording and have it continually record, you really do need an external hard drive to use it. It pissed me off because I wanted to like show you guys that this final boss was bullshit. <laughs> but sure I finished YouTube, it. I'm sure you two can oblige. I'm sure, yeah. Just this yeah. Final, you, final boss Valferis, but they'll do it better than I did and not get hit or something like that. So, but you uh, you beat it. I did. I did finish hmm. it. Yeah, I, I I felt good about it because when you finish it, the achievement popped and it was like a seven percent. So seven percent of the people oh. who started the game actually beat the last guy. There so I'm like, go. okay, actually more than I would. See, now you know what it's like to beat the Dark Souls. Yeah, but it didn't cost me anything, so...
<laughs> each, each apparently it cost you 25 bucks. Well, the game cost me 25 bucks, yeah. yeah. But it's precious time. You know what was getting rough when my start, my hands started sweating. <laughs> yeah, you're I like that. Stra- you're, 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 you can feel you're getting a little sore because you're gripping the controller a little hard. And then you like you twist it and your controller makes a little creaking sound as you twist it. Yeah, I don't bit, twist. And you're like, Ugh. You know what I remember? I remember that, that, that sharp pain right in the pad of my thumb from the corner of a of the, the D-pad on the NES. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was brutal. Yeah, Super Nintendo wasn't much better for that. Yeah. But that's all I played. It's, it's been a rough that's like week all. because nothing else has come out. Nothing else has shipped for me. It's just kind of like... Oh, yeah, we're the doldrums. Game but nothing else stuff. is delayed. Yes. Well, yeah, every week that Doom is not delayed is a good week. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's coming. It's going to come. It's fine. It's, I don't know if it's gold, gold yet. Ori went gold. Did it? The new Ori. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be on time. What was uh, what has Alex been playing? Alex decided to jump back into Inquisition. Dragon Age. Dragon really? Age, yeah. It's been out for, wow. what, six years? Yeah, boat, yeah. And I don't think it had any DLC for like the last three and a half years, mm-hmm. but someone who worked in this game played uh, XCOM 2 and said, you know what? I can put that shit in here. And really? there's now, like, there's a new like thing called Trials Mode, where you can just put on like difficulty modifiers like forced uh, friendly fire, <laughs> um, champion enemies, and like the more you put on the higher chance you get like shipments of random like items and stuff to your, like a uh, supply chest. I cannot imagine friendly fire being much fun in a dragon no, age I game. No, I didn't pick that one. That yeah. <laughs> but like, there's like some that are like reasonable and but most of them are just like stupid man like if you're bored to death at this game I bet that might be fun. Hmm. But uh no, I it's it's Really tight combat, and for some reason, when I got this game with this exact same hardware, it ran like shit, and now I can max it out at 60, and I don't know what changed. That's Drivers. right. Speaking of, what kind of cool shit can I play at 60, 1080 with that hardware I sent you out? Anything from four years ago. Anything from maybe two years ago. Wow. Definitely Borderlands 3. Any well, indie stuff you want to. You could play yeah. Hades now. Yeah, you <gasps> for, for the listener... Chance is uh, getting a new laptop. No, it's not a laptop. It's a desktop. Oh, it's not? It's a desktop? Yeah. Yeah, Inquisition would run pretty well on this. Some hot shit. Like 10 terabytes of storage for all of his porn. Hey. I'm sorry, Overwatch footage. It's It's art. (laughs) It's like MP3s and shit, man. Wait, speaking of which, um, that Garfield thing you you, um, didn't say, but you liked it. Oh, God. That was that was fucking hilarious. Oh, like yeah, showing it to people at work. That is yeah. the that is the apparently that has been like known underground in comics circles for years. Wait, wait, what it's are we like talking hilarious. about? Okay, so this comic book artist that works for Marvel or something, he wrote this like hyper realistic like um, MAGA style uh, Garfield's a hooker, <laughs> and it takes itself so seriously, it goes all the way around the world back to back to funny. It's yeah, like, like, and like the, John, the, the, thing is, the header of his tweet is yes, Jim Davis has seen this. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, like uh, John uh, uh, Garfield, John is desperate to find his kitty, and when yep. he does, Garfield is this like disgusting, yeah, uh, like anthropomorphized Garfield furry lady hooker, oh, and God. and he's he ain't going he ain't going back to the limp dick John Arbuckle, and there's like a big black pimp behind behind uh, Garfield <laughs> telling John Arbuckle what it is, man. <laughs> you ain't never gonna get this back. <laughs> Oh my god! It is, it is insane. Oh. It's absolutely insane. It's it's a journey. It really is. 
it's kind of wonderful in a dark. You tell how long way. Garfield's been around. I mean, are they still making comics? Is Jim Davis still it, beating no, no, this no, no. dead it's horse? It's three different guys. He hasn't touched it in like oh, really? fifteen years. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. like just like Matt Groening and Simpsons. Hmm. Fair enough. Yep. You know what? I was watching some recent Simpsons episodes lately. They're not that Why? bad. I have really hearing. It's, really? it's palatable again. Yeah, it's I haven't. Like, I haven't watched. Well, it in I don't know. Three I don't years. know when it was bad, but so I just stopped watching it, and then I went back, and it's not like, it's not like, oh my god, you guys really need to be watching Simpsons. No, it's like it's, it's okay. C plus. It's it's a bunch of pretty good jokes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really a, yeah. It's a good show. It's not bad. <laughs> I may have to give it a shot again because I mean it's it's probably been with the exception of the Halloween episodes, it's probably been. been at least three years since I've watched a new Simpsons um, It's been like eight or nine for me. And the only reason I checked it out, literally, Disney Plus. Huh. Just there on Disney Plus. Okay. So why not? And it fucking um, annoys me that Family Guy and uh, and everything else is not on there, and it fucking should be. Ah, oh, man, American Dad needs... Wait, no, American Dad's on Hulu, right? Yes. That's yeah. fucking crazy. All that shit needs to be under one roof. It used to be. And then everyone took their toys and went home and not, made their own streaming Not services. creatively, but streamingly, yeah. I know, it all used to be on American Netflix. <sighs> I know. It was all on See, my Netflix. All that matters... It was a magnificent, like, three and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and have... Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers left. That was first. Uh, I have seasons one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seasons one through seven of The Simpsons on DVD. That's a good one. That's a, Which that's is, a good range. That's that's all the ones that I really need, I think. Oh, yeah, motherfucker? I got seasons one through four of The Muppets. Oh, shit. Oh, I know, Actually, right? I think I might have season one of the Muppets. I do. Okay. I have season one of the Muppets. Do you have it in the case where like it has Kermit and his, he's green, but it's felt, and so you can feel a soft feltness? No, I, I do not. That's not yeah. what I have. <laughs> that sounds like, like the pimped out version of what I have, so okay. <laughs> you know what? I bet Bob's Burgers evens out to be better than The Simpsons. You know what? I, okay, here's the thing. Bob's Burgers is a millennial is a millennial thing. Millennials mm-hmm. fucking love it. And you like it? No, it's not that I don't like it. I, I oh. liked it, but I didn't like it enough to make sure I could keep watching it. Like, I didn't like it as much as I ended up loving American Dad on account of it's, Roger. It's been, like, B-plus solid for, like, ten years. Well, I mean, I, I know I should check it out, just like I know I should have checked out uh, Parks and Rec and never did until I found that on Amazon Prime eventually. And so one day I'll find Bob's Burgers on something. You love Parks and Rec. That yeah. But you know what I started watching on Disney Plus was, oh God, what is it about? It's about two little kids. It's a cartoon about two, uh, something falls. Gravity Falls. Gravity oh. Falls, yeah. Start watching Gravity yeah, Falls. Yeah, people love that. Yeah, I'm like, th- I'm like three, four episodes in and it's not adventure time yet, but it's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, you got, uh, you got, uh, Christian Shaw. That's what I should do is rewatch Adventure Time. So, aside from not finishing Wander Song, which I gave to you to make you feel good, yeah. did you play any Overwatch? Uh, I did, I did. Um, it's been, I don't know, me and my brother have been at each other's throats all week, and that's really sucked. Oh, no. mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, stress. Uh, I think, I yeah, think we're all I stressed. Understand. And you know, my younger brother got in an accident. Oh, and then when my older brother reached up to my young, young, you know, neither of them are going to appreciate me talking about this. So I'll just say it's been a rough week. It's been, it's been a rough week. week. And, rough and, uh, I whip, I wish my younger brother a good recovery from his whiplash. <laughs> I know it was not good. No. Um, but uh, it's been a rough week and that, you know, kind of came out in the games and me, me and Chris, uh, I don't know. He was mean to me, and I called him out. I feel like I called him out, but then the next day he was he was acting really hurt about it, and uh, and you know I, I don't know. We just kind of got back to good. The games were better than average, because what I what I started doing was Chris picked DPS all fucking week. 
<laughs> Saturday night, he locks in DPS. Okay, I'll go support. Uh, Sunday night, he locks in DPS. I go support and tank. Monday night, he locks in DPS. I go all three. And I end up playing tank and then support and then tank and then support and then tank and then support and then one DPS round and then tank and then support. And once I started doing that, we started winning. For some reason, once you took me out, once you took it out so we weren't both in DPS and, and I could like heal this tank as Anna or I could, you know, make the tank choice instead. It was kind of frustrating because often counters need to be DPS. There are certain DPS counters to enemy teams. Like I can't, when I'm a tank, I can't go Sombra to deal with an enemy ball or, or Doomfist or something. So that's pretty frustrating. Um, but, um, but we ended up getting back to good. And finally on Tuesday night, which I think was the last night we were able to play together, um, I ended up locking just DPS. And he just started locking tank and DPS, knowing that he would only get tank. And then we won some as well, and that was pretty good. And I ended hmm. up, there was one game where I was flexing DPS the entire game. Because there was this absolutely vicious DPS on the enemy team that was constantly switching to counter me whatever I did. So I would switch to counter whatever they were doing, and we just went back and forth. So I played six different heroes across the map. Eventually, and I didn't come out as Tracer, but they went Reaper. So I came out as Tracer. And uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing, rough, hard match. So I cracked open the... Um, I cracked open the social tab to send them a good game, as I, you know, often do. And I saw that their name was called Yuck Israel. Oh, boy. Now, that could be like... I'm sure they're just feeling for Palestine. Yeah, it could be an inside joke, but it feels anti-Semitic to me. It's, it, it is. Yeah. And then I looked at their endorsement level, and, you know, there's a lot of noobs running around the game right now. It's not uncommon to have someone with an endorsement level one on your team, especially if they're, like, under level 25 or something. This guy was a bronze three-star with an endorsement level one. So I did not send that person a good game. I don't think they would have received it well. <clears throat> Do you think he might be antisocial? A little bit. Uh, and I had... <laughs> sort of an oi. Oi! <laughs> and I had just a ridiculous, ridiculous game on Ilios against a carry soldier. And this soldier was just an absolute sick shot. I was doing consistent damage. We had a really good Ash, but the Ash just couldn't deal with the soldier, weirdly enough. So after the soldier killed me like three times in a row, I eventually just got him once. <laughs> Just once. And after that, we turned around and fell on his team and kicked the shit out of his team. And then I just made sure to always kill that soldier. And we just won the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, it was ridiculously good. Oh, you know what I just realized? You could run flawlessly as Overwatch. Apparently, a potato could flawlessly run Overwatch. Yeah, I know. It's really impressive. I know. I know. But, you know, yeah, the jump from the jump from console to PC is a big one. You would lose all your skins. I'd lose 100% of my skins. That's yeah, so, yeah that, that's cruel. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, you know, it's also, I, I understand it to be the case. But don't think I'm not tempted. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, I am. That would be smurfing, sir. Imagine better, slightly better textures. No, uh, what, what, what I'm imagining is a 120 frame rate. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be and mouse sweet. and keyboard. God, it never occurred to me to ask what the refresh rate on this monitor is. I'm using the new monitor right now. Menu. Oh, I've got on screen display. I've got random tech bullshit throwing around money. I could do something like that. Information. It's a sixty hertz. Well, that's that. I got a four K sixty hertz monitor. Why did I get a four K monitor? Why did I get a four K monitor? 
Why not? Because it was only three hundred bucks. There you go. Because four K exists and it's really and it's really big. Four K does not disappoint. I brought it home and no, I turned but it, and I it, turned it, it to ten eighty. <laughs> once you get used to that, and oh you can't yeah, once you get used to four K, you can't rate. go back. Yeah. I don't want to get used to 120 frames at anything because I know there's no way I can sustain it. Yeah. So the way you're fighting with your brother and kind of got made up again a couple of days, it just highlights mm. – I was dealing with this with my children and <laughs> trying to explain to them how, how, how the genders fight differently. It's like when boys fight, they'll like punch each other and then two days later it's like, hey, what's up? And they're cool. True. Where like when girls, especially my daughter's age, fight, they, smile. they like plot each other's death. Yeah, they smile. And, 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 and six and, months later. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, just vicious. Teenage uh, girls are just vicious. Okay, well, it's... It, there, Isn't there a Louis C.K. bit about that? There's there's Maybe. cruelty there's there's cruelty in both directions. Yeah. And I do find it interesting that both approach um, how they feel so differently, both approach expressing it so differently. And is that gender, is that dictated by, by the little hormones in our tiny bodies, mm-hmm. or... Is that really just because they watch how their parents do it, and they watch how people do it on TV, and so that's how they? Is it culture or is it gender? It's a little bit of both because I I don't know. Biologically, you know, generally, who who is the more aggressive gender in animals? Generally, I I don't. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to go in that direction. I don't want to go in that direction. All comparing us to beasts, because and even though we, even though we are. there are there are exceptions across the fucking line in the animal well, kingdom, yeah, and let's that's not true. even get started because there's all sorts. Because there's my my favorite saying to this is the greatest thing that separates the genders is the concept that something does. That's, <laughs> that's, that's very that's very reductive though, and there are obviously differences. My, mine's an Audi, and theirs is an Innie. You know, that's how it like. There's differences. There are literal differences, and but we can never. We can never know what other people experience outside of like doing like massive cool surveys and shit. And I'm not well read on that. Hey, wait wait till we start making some more VR advances. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I want to see through someone else's eyes like that. No, I'm talking feeling it. Like there's like a total uh, (laughs) (laughs) matrix shit. We're we're calling it next gen haptics. (laughs) Full Uh, body haptics. Put on on the cat suit. There you go. No, no. It's coming, man. Okay. I don't want the suit. I want the, the port. Chinese the back bachelor of my generation no. will ensure it. No. I just I want now, the matrix port. Just plug do you, it in. Do you, do you feel that, sir? What what is that? I, I suddenly feel very uncomfortable and self conscious. Yes, you're feeling it now, aren't you? Oh God, I need you to stop. What what the fuck is that? That's just the sense of the five other men in the room looking at you. We live in a dystopia. No, we don't live in a dystopia. Yeah, we kind of do. We well, we at do. least a new Gilded Age. We live in a society. Uh, wait. No, 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 sir. Societies have laws. We'll see if those stand for anything very soon. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, headlines? Headlines. Headlines. Not many headlines this week. No. Oh, but I got to bring up uh, Overwatch patch notes. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's, we should talk about those patch notes. Um... So, uh, Baptiste, and you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Two patches ago, I noticed that I knew there was a patch out. I went home, but the PS4 didn't tell me that Overwatch had updated. So I'm like, oh, I guess I better download this patch. And I go, okay, check for update. It goes, no, you're, you're at the latest. I'm like, that's 
Maybe it turned hmm. itself on in sleep mode and downloaded it. Okay, thanks, PS4. Let's That'd go. Nice, yeah. And I hop into the game, and a, and a thing pops up that I've never seen before that says Applying Patch. And then it was gone in like half a second. Like I hmm. just barely was like a blink. It was on the screen and it was gone. So, and I, this is what I suspected at the time, and Jeff Kaplan confirmed it in a in a uh, one of their videos today, that what they've done is they've made it so that patch changes, like Baptiste's damage goes up, this person's health goes down, shit like that, is now adjusted on Blizzard servers. And every time you log into the game, it checks Blizzard servers and says, how much damage do Tracer's pistols do? Six per shot for 40 pellets. Let's go. And... So this is awesome in all kinds of directions. It means they don't have to submit patches to Microsoft and Sony anymore, which costs them money. It costs them money yeah. to have that certified. It costs them money it, every it would time be a you shame the consumer downloads it. Spend money. <laughs> no, um, still, but it, this, yeah. this is honestly it's, better no, customer like, relations. That's you're, that's, you're, that's good business practice. Sure. And additionally. The most important thing is that uh, consoles were always like it, the reason patches were rolled out so slowly was because it took so long for that certification to happen. Yeah, yeah. And less now, elbow, less elbow we increase. we got yeah. two balance patches in the last two weeks. It's fucking That's awesome. Nice. It's the, also the being kind people's data caps too. I mean, yes, the one that was on uh, PTR last week is now live. It's already live. It went live. Like it was on PTR the day we started recording last week. It is, uh, uh and it's, it was live two days ago on servers. Hmm. That is right. fucking weird. So, so here nice are the updates. Around. That's right. So Hanzo storm arrow damage reduced from 70 to 60. That's still too high. Uh, McCree was going to get his health buffed and his shots per second reduced. Neither of those happened. All they did was do the dead eye adjustment where firing no longer locks the player's aim in place. So you can turn around while firing and hit more people, potentially, if you're sick. Uh, Reaper's healing reduced from 40 to 30% of damage dealt. Awesome. Uh, Arissa's gun wasn't nerfed quite as much. Instead of from 11 to 9, it was brought down from 11 to 10. Not so bad. Fortify cooldown increased to 10 seconds. Halt snare duration reduced 2.65 seconds from 1. Uh, so Arissa got a hard nerf, but she's still fu- she's still okay. Uh, Sigma's grammatic, grammatic flux can now be interrupted uh, by targets when they're pulled up, and if you kill him after he pulls you into the air, you won't slam. Finally, because <laughs> that's always been the thing: is a Sigma will pull you up, you'll kill him, and then boom, his slam will kill you. <laughs> so that's really nice. Uh, impact slow duration reduced from 0.9 to 0.6 seconds, and the damage on his rock was reduced from 60 to 40. Which, and I think honestly, the rock change is a big one. That's a big one. It's not like no longer. Smell what it's cooking. <laughs> it's it's no longer. It's no longer kind of like a, a burst damage skill. Uh, Baptiste got a lovely nerf. Uh, he, the time between shots increased by 0.1 seconds. Uh, the time and the heals of his uh, grenades, his heal grenades, reduced from 60 to 50. So, as far as I'm concerned, Baptiste is too fucking good at too fucking much. Zenyatta, for example, outputs as much DPS as a damage hero and can heal a little bit with his orb on the side. Um, Baptiste, as he was, output, output more damage than Soldier 76's rifle. Hmm. It was fucking ridiculous. He had the damage of a, D- he outdamaged DPS heroes and he could heal in an AOE like a Moira for more healing than a Mercy could output. It's fucking stupid. And then he can jump really high, and then he's got his immortality field, and then he's got an, another AOE heal that heals himself. He's way too good or way too much. This is a good nerf, and I don't think it'll be the end, Baptiste Mains. I don't think it'll be the end. And uh, that's, the, that's the whole patch. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's all good shit. 
Um, Blizzard has canceled all scheduled matches in China in February and March due to the Wuhan virus. Oh, league matches, I should say. Yeah, that whole thing, that whole thing sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, fortunately, uh, all the scientists who are held in high regard in the United States will make sure that uh, none of you guys get hurt. You didn't bring this upon yourselves by watching YouTube videos and forgetting to vaccinate your kids. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The CDC's been left almost completely alone, thank God. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, the CDC's yeah. got the best and brightest still there. Well, they know good. they know what they need to do. Okay. Well, they've already started doing it. They're locking down yeah. some things. They're screening people. I mean, it's... The fact we haven't heard about it, a case in America for a couple of days is probably a good thing. If yeah, like... Suppressing it, it. I feel like, even though like this was declared an emergency, it doesn't feel very much like an emergency... Man, I hope they scramble the. I hope they scramble the troops every time. I really do. No, it's it's a good idea too. I got no problem with that, but I don't think that this is going to be what destroys the world. Just for the record. I mean, it's early days, man. China is building a I really hope thousand-bed hospital in ten days for <laughs> no fucking reason. I think they do it. They did it as a uh, propaganda show. Maybe. Probably. I mean, if I, I, best theory I've heard is a Hong Kong protest smokescreen. Hmm. What talk about the 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 sickness It'll, or the hospital? No, just like just like s- spread the news of plague and keep protests from happening. Oh, oh, oh! It's a real disease, though. I mean, it is. Hey, with as many yeah, people as sound, there are, how sounds... quickly we can travel around, it wouldn't take much to kill a whole bunch of people. No, like, it's already on all the continents. No, it's but it, it, it wouldn't take much to kill a whole bunch of people if it were, like, a super lethal virus. I know, and this is just yeah. the flu. And I think it's, it's got, like, a 2% like Every century starts with the plague. Yeah, and we're really good at shutting that shit down now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not just that, but, like, it's, um, it's lethality is not any it's like greater. It's 2%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, not any greater than uh, the normal flu. Yeah. Just if, you know, you're elderly and you're well, it, sickly. It's more like the symptoms don't show and you don't know you're about to die. Interesting. Yeah, you you, have a, you think you yeah, just have a bad cold. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's it sucks. But until it's zombies, I'm not going to worry too much about it. I don't know, Alex. You're kind of scaring the shit out of me here. Yeah, I read I, up I, on it. I went into this. Good night's sleep. I refuse to. I'm going to go play some Wander Song and feel good about the world. There you that's, go. That's healthier. You can do that if you want. I know. I want to grind my teeth. And then you want to go to sleep grinding your teeth. And then Wake I'm yeah. wondering why your molars hurt. I'm going to. I'm going to play Wander Song. Forget about the bad things. Then vote Republican, just like Dad. <laughs> uh, EA, oh man. EA is reportedly working on a reboot of Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, actually, and then I wrote here, either way, man. I wrote here no word on whether or not Bioware is involved, but even as I wrote the headline, it occurred to me I probably should have clicked on the headline to see if Bioware was involved, so no. Eurogamer. <laughs> I don't want this. Neither do I. Why not? Because I've played it already. Yeah, but it's... Uh, I don't... Remakes of RPGs like this, unless they're completely... But this remake would remake. have to be, like, total conversion. Well, this would have to be, like, a Final Fantasy VII remake remake. Yeah. I mean, this has to be, like, completely a new game. Oh, man, I search your game or something. I don't want, like, just... I mean, if they're going to do it, they need to, like, really do it. And then they need to do two, and then they need to actually do Knights of the Republic 2 right. There we go. <laughs> and not cut out everything that made it a mature-rated game like that happened, so it's... Uh, the game will allegedly integrate elements of the first two games... Is a par- reportedly getting a reboot. Okay, according to a new report from Cinelix, uh, two individual sources familiar with Disney's plans have each confirmed a KOTOR game is in the works, but there's still some disagreement on whether or not it'll be a simple reboot or a sequel of sorts. Either way, it's thought the game will integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things oh, into the okay, current. So they're just gonna, 
Current Star Wars canon. hits in Rome of it. I don't know. Yeah, so nothing here says Bioware. Yeah. Nothing yeah, here says Bioware. Yeah, they lost the license. KOTOR 2. Yeah, but EA's is, got the license. EA's got yeah, the license, yeah. Yeah, Bioware's wait. on the oh, Okay, so wait. EA, Bob. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, I guess it wouldn't, 100%. it wouldn't really matter if someone like looked at it. They're yeah. the same company. That's yeah. Right. KOTOR 2 is like the only RPG I ever played where I played super evil and had a good time with it. I was yeah. so evil in KOTOR 2. It was awesome. Yeah, Obsidian, man. Yeah. Yep. I got one light side point for being nice to my droid, and I got <laughs> mad about that. I'm like, shit. I need to treat the droids like shit, too. All right. <laughs> I couldn't stand how, like, my guy looked like he was breathing like a fish. <laughs> yeah. Over and over. Those games have not aged well visually. Not you go back, all. you're like, ooh, the animations are really bad. Still, I kind of like your evil Jedi Master thing. Yeah, like, like it's vain, light side, kinda. but violent. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Patapon Two Remastered is now on PS4. Did the Patapon games kind of rely on the touchpad on the back of the PS Vita? Not at all. Or the P? No, I'm thinking of something else. Patapon Two was bringing back. Patapon Two wasn't even Vita. Patapon wasn't even Vita. It was PSP. Oh. So all it is is like, like you know, uh, triangle, triangle, circle, square, triangle, triangle, circle, square. Da da okay. da 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 da. da. Ah, I've already okay. headbanging just thinking about that fucking song. <laughs> it's great. So song. it's Space Channel 5 kind of rhythm game. Kind of rhythm yeah, game. yeah. Okay. Uh, some Resident Evil 8 rumors have been floating around this week, and word is they're sticking with first person. They worked for seven. Do it I again. wouldn't know. <laughs> I cannot believe you still haven't played that game. I know. Where is it's it? too late now. Where is it? It seriously took me a half hour to find Doom. It was just under all the other games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> PS Plus's freebies for February are Bioshock The Collection, The Sims 4, and Firewall Zero. That's a lot of good shit. What is Firewall Zero? That's the only one I don't recognize. I don't know. Okay, Googling that. Googling that. But The Sims 4, that is, uh, like, both of these are big value proposition games. Well, yeah, but The Sims 4 comes with, like, what, billions of dollars of DLC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but but that's why it's getting away for free. Damn. uh, PS Plus has been on a roll. Last month was the uh, Uncharted Collection. Yes. And uh, to contrast, the games with gold for February are some bullshit. We have TT no. Isle of Man, which is a motorcycle racing game, Call of Cthulhu, which is a terrible game, Fable Heroes, and Star Wars Battlefront, the original Xbox version. Thank you very much. Fable so, Heroes? Yeah, it was like an Xbox Live arcade game. No, on Xbox I know. I know yeah. what it was. Yep. So, that's yeah, that's like two months in a row where the games with gold games have been awful. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, you know Xbox what? players. That's so sad. <laughs> I'm gonna play Bioshock Two again. Bioshock Two was the best one. Oh, I love, I love everything about Delta's design. I love all his guns. Oh yeah, God, he was so fun to play. God, this, this is my favorite like pistol ever. My like just the way like your machine gun would like twitch. I don't remember the pistol. While. You know what I specialized in? What? My Delta was a very special de- Delta. My Delta was stealth and hitting you like a fucking truck with that drill. <laughs> I was <laughs> stealth and tons of robots. No, 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 not robots. Oh no. God, you're making me want to play it again. Yeah, I know, it's fun. But the thing is, no, if, you I, can. if I go back and play it, I know it won't look or sound nearly as cool yeah, as Doom. animation hasn't aged. And oh. I'm going to say this about Doom 2016. Mm. And when we talk about Doom 2016, it's hard to say anything bad, but I got one. Mm. Um, in Overwatch, I can tell by the sound exactly where someone is, as if they were in the room ah. with me. And turn yeah, around, those imps, they can hide. And turn around and shoot you in the head. 
in Doom, things sound incredibly close to you when they're not. Uh, that sounds like there's more of them around, or they're yeah, it's it's weird. You can't do shit yeah, with the sound, yeah, especially on the higher difficulties. You can just get blindsided. Yes, it's so easy. Yes. Well, in Doom's defense, they are demons. Yeah, I know, uh, I know. maybe they're all ventriloquists too. Okay, right? I, I feel like you're saying, like, like I'm telling you that there's a problem. And you're saying that's a feature. It's not. <laughs> and I know that I've made that argument to you a lot. <laughs> I know that I've done that to you. <laughs> but in this case, no, it's a. Bug. I work in software. Bug. All bugs are features. Come on. <laughs> this is not a feature. This is this is poor. This is poorly executed spatial sound. Is the only way I can put it. Like the characteristics are good. I can listen to it and know what things about to kill me. But yes, man, it's like. They miss one shot, I back up. I can you just back up into bullets and die. It's not fun. You know what? I wonder if I go back and try to play Bioshock 2, if it will play so slowly compared to, uh, well, Doom to begin with, but definitely Overwatch. I don't, I don't Overwatch. think so. I've revisited it a couple of times, and that's always felt good. We'll they really should have taken the time and put the dual wielding in the original Bioshock. It I, makes the game so much better. I always played really slow, but you're right. The dual wielding is a huge deal. Right, more like they said, they were almost done with it. They should have just passed it in. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield sold 16 million copies in six weeks. Sixty? Sixteen. Sixteen. One six. One six. That's still a lot. That's, yeah, an, yeah. that's an insane amount. That's like yeah. fucking Call of that's, Duty that's numbers. A, that's a cult. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is at 5.4. Super Mario Maker 2, 5.02. 2, Link's Awakening, 4.2. Fire Emblem 3 Houses, 2.6. Ring Fit Adventures, 2.7. Astral Chain, 1.03. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, 1.02. Hmm. And apparently, the Switch sold more in its first year than the Xbox uh, One did. I can believe that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because the Switch had a killer app. I mean, as much as we make fun of it, Zelda was okay. It was a solid B. But, I mean, people really wanted to play a Zelda, so there's a killer app. Yeah, I enjoyed Link's Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. It was pretty good. It was was B. It was fine. I liked it. Uh, The Outer Worlds will launch launch for Switch on March 6th. Retail buyers beware. All that's in the case is a download code. That's some bullshit. (laughs) Really good soundtrack. I'm going to pop into that one of these days. You know what I? You know what I have to try that I keep on hearing about. And you remember the guy at work who agreed with me about um, Death Stranding? <laughs> yes. You know, you know that one guy. Anyway, the one guy. Yeah. yeah. I love you, James. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one guy who who enjoyed Dick just about as much as you did. Okay. So this, you gotta yeah. look. It was funny. I'm not. Yeah. You, you know, made that comparison. No. I'm not letting it go. I think it was an apt. I still think that was a good analogy, and I think, <laughs> and I think I approached it in a fairly mature way, and you're giggling like a schoolgirl. Oh, yes. No, it was heartfelt, and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> Loves the cock. <laughs> if Hideo Kojima's giving it to me, yeah, that's delicious. That's some high It is going to be sensual and deliberate. <sighs> and confusing. Very. You're not going to know which way is up. I'm not trying, I'm <laughs> but you like trying, it for I'm some I'm not trying to confuse anyone. Okay, listener, <laughs> listener, let's, let's, let's try to make this clear. So now, listener, I am going to assume that you are past the age of puberty. <laughs> I would certainly hope so. If not, God, go to bed. And at I some know. point, you may have looked at another human being and just gone, oh. <laughs> now, I, I don't know what it was about that person that made you go, oh. But if someone were to, Nutmeg. to demand you, to demand <laughs> you, you explain it. it. Yes, you did. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> if someone were to demand you explain it, like, you know, just fuck off. That's just... That's it's enjoyable to me. That's beautiful to me. And if you don't get it, that's okay. That's just my deal. That's what Death Stranding is. 
It's okay if you don't get it because for some people, the stranding you, is. You want to run around using you know, shoulder straps, keep from falling over. Oh, and God. Really it's so hauntingly good. beautiful post apocalypse. Mm, mm, mm. it, it is beautiful. This Everybody's got a kink. This environment is so. Yours is just walking around. And I like its mood music kind of a, kind of a vibe. This environment is so yeah. stark. That's a really good specific soundtrack that has like a lot of like how do I say this? It's a really specific playlist that sounds different enough each time. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it all sounds like Kojima to me. Kojima but I sounds like it. it's good music. I, yeah, but at the same time, I worry. It feels like Kojima selects his entire soundtrack just from as much iPod. from the music that that he enjoys, <laughs> but yeah, more so Tarantino. But more for the music that he wants you to know is. Is how what he thinks about him or something. It feels reflects him. Yeah, 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 you can't look at it that way, or just you'll just want to punch him. Um, okay. I just, I just wish it was more open. I wish it was more because everything else, everything else in Death Strand, in Death Stranding, is really built with the comfort of the player in mind. It really is. It's really so much of it is intuitive once you begin to understand the language that it's speaking, kind of in terms of control. It's really wonderful, and there's so many options to do so many things. And to not have that option in terms of music, to not just be able to say, I like that song, I'd like to listen to it again while walking around it, have Kojima say, no, you will listen to it while staring at a menu or never. <laughs> then I'll turn off the music and flip on a podcast. Exactly. Thanks, uh, exactly. exactly. And so yeah. that is that is definitely a black mark against Death Stranding. But it's a good podcast game. That's bonus points for me. There you go. So the final word on Kojima, though. Mm-hmm. Did you finish Death Stranding? No, that's a good point. That is a good Did point. Did you finish Metal Gear Solid 5? That is a good point. That is a good point. Mm. That's a good point. Did you feel Metal Gear, finish Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah, I did multiple times. Multiple yeah. times. Because that was the last linear one. And that was yes. the last, that was the last one that was, that was built like the Metal Gear Solid games that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Where you played it and then you played it again and then you played it again and then you played it again. And 5 was, um, 5 was a result of the explosion of open world games. And Konami's meddling. I'm not going to put and, all yeah, the blame on Kojima. Well, uh, we can say it. Casualty. Um, it's a casualty. It's mm. a casualty. No, I think I think it was Kojima's vision. I think he wanted to execute open world. I and I yeah, think he should have had more than two locales that weren't both deserts. And he should have done it with I a agree. different game. Come I on, agree, make yeah. if you're going to do an open world, then do Death Stranding and give me a linear Metal Gear game. That would be cool. There you go. Like no one questions why there's rainforests in Russia and Metal Gear Solid Three. It kicks ass. Uh, have you ever <laughs> been? Have you ever been to a Canadian forest, man? You Actually, got rain, yeah, you got rainforest, son. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've been there. Yeah, been... but we're not in Canada. Yeah, but Russia is the same. Is basically the same latitude. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think we're higher than they are. Fucking Russian Russian dachas are beautiful. That's true. Beautiful. They take their cabin life seriously. Anyway, you were going somewhere. You were talking about the gentleman who who enjoyed Death Stranding as much as you, and I, I interrupted you with 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 potty humor. So I apologize. Yes. We can return now. Yes. From now that we have all had giggle fits at the thought of fellatio out of our minds, <laughs> you'll get an area titter out of us. Jim walks. <laughs> Tit. <laughs> James walks up to me. He's playing Outer Wilds, to which I immediately say, as any of us would. Okay, now, do you mean the Outer Worlds or the Outer Wilds? Wilds. Man, yeah. they, but like there was a great email chain, like, change your name. No, you change your name. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> and no, it is Outer Wilds. Yeah. 
And, and I immediately was like, Oh God, I want to try that. Like it just looks so, it looks so beautiful. And I've talked to my little brother about it and he thought it was super interesting. And, and now, now James is playing it. And James was the guy who liked Death Stranding. And James also loves Sekiro. So I feel like I got to fucking buy it a a little bit, a little bit. I feel like I may have met my player too. (laughs) He's married. That's, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's rough. No, but does she play go? Does she game though? Does the wife game? Because you could just be his guy on the side. Yeah, yeah. No, we. Should, I was you like, can give him what she never could. That, that's right. Conversation. <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Ooh, but do, I've been oh, watching a lot of Mad Men. Conversation about the strand. Man, I the last time I tried to watch Mad Men, I was trying to quit smoking at the time. No, that no that's a that's a bad plan. Not, yeah. And then I'm or drinking. Actually, drinking, the drinking yeah. one might help. And Fuck, then, he's so miserable at the end. And then I never watched Death Stranding again. Or never. I, mean, I never watched Mad Men again. Yeah. Freudian slip watching Death Stranding. Uh, no, Freudian. That would be a Freudian slip if we were talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Did I tell you guys I reinstalled that? Why? Why? Oh, because so because I wanted something really chill, and I remember that it was just a lot of doing nothing between doing things. So it's true. <laughs> That's true. And and it was really sometimes you catch a catfish taller than you. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and I remember that. You, well, yeah, I don't remember. It was super super good looking. So I put it in and fuck, it's good looking. Yeah. Fuck, it's so good looking. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't, snow, I didn't even get out of the snow before it, uh, it just wore on me and I was like, okay, I want to go do something where I'm actually doing something. Yeah, no, the tutorial is insufferable. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, no, like I mean, let, let's be fair, the entire game plays that slowly. It is. The only difference is once you get out of the tutorial, you're actually playing the game you thought you were going to be playing when you bought it. Yeah. And, but it's still slower than you would have possibly hoped. It's just such a, it's putting me to sleep just thinking about that game. <laughs> it, I've, I've never enjoyed a game that, I, that also disappointed me so much. <laughs> like, it, it, it just, how, how could a, how could a game have a story and characters so good and just gameplay so boring? And it's that's so much just money. To put the eggs in. I mean, they that's, that's where they, yeah. Yeah. Um, finally, in headlines, <laughs> we will get our first real look at Spawn in Mortal Kombat 11 in the final Kombat 2020 tournament of March 8th. Hey. Yeah, Joker came out. And he's got a beret. He's kind I'm, of awesome, right? I'm suffering from complete Joker fatigue, but I did watch some stuff, and he actually looks pretty good. He's pretty interesting. He's got a lot of flair to him. He's an interesting kind of trap character where he can drop things on the ground, so I don't really play MK any- anymore. I'm kind of retired from most fighting games now, actually. Um, but he actually looks interesting. I mean, did we need another Joker? No, but he's not just cut and paste up with something else. He's got his own kind of stuff going on, so I suppose that's fine. So uh, I, there was actually just one more headline that popped up oh. tonight. I don't know. It's just an interesting bit of news about Jedi Fallen Order. What? Oh. Okay, now, Jedi Fallen Order, I feel, was a solid game with some problems. Okay. It was a good, you know, I'd say 7.5 leaning towards an 8 thanks to presentation, pulled down to 7.5 because of some poor choices. Uh, Jedi's, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is expected to sell 10 million units by March 31st, 2020, good. according to EA. Holy it was a single-player game with no microtransactions. Good. Original expectations of, were 6 to 8 million. Now, Fuck, on, the, yeah. on the one hand, I don't want EA to feel like this is a reward for ripping off Sekiro's combat or the soul structure. Cause Man, whatever keeps them from getting kids addicted to gambling, I'll take. 
Uh, but no, I totally agree with Alex. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that, that the public kind of embraced a, a linear single player action game. Well, not semi linear, you know, Metroidvania. It was great. Well, it was a good okay. game. It's not like we've been short of those lately. Um, there have been plenty of linear big single player games. Just sure. not last year. I mean, the year before that, you had God of War and Spider Man. Yeah, but, but, okay, but yeah, thank you, Sony. Thank you, Sony. Yeah, I know. And I'm only not... Sony. Well, okay, then we got that God of that one series, God of War, or Gears of War, that Microsoft has. Yeah. Uh, we got Tomb Raider. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that kept going. <laughs> um, Diminishing returns, to be polite. True. Yeah. True. But still, it was nice. Well, it lasted. Yeah. It was yeah. nice while it lasted. Um, and you know, like like there are, you know, that we got that new God of War. I don't, don't think it's very good. We're still getting stuff from from software. That's wonderful. Um, but the last. Really great single player linear game we got from Electronic Arts was Dead Space 2. That was a long time ago. And that was a long time ago. That was 2011. And this is the closest we've got to that since then. God, you're right. And yeah, thank God. It, it, it was embraced. Let's hope the next one, um, decides to be a little more accessible and a little more f- concerned with being fun. A little more towards, like, God of War or even, even, yes. the, even the old, uh, Force Unleashed combat. The Force Unleashed games were silly. Okay, no, no, let's not go that far. Force Unleashed combat fucking sucked. It was. It was just mashy and fine. It was good looking. It was good looking. That's all it was yeah. for this for its time. <laughs> but but it, it, yeah, it's one of those you probably can't go back to. Yeah, but yes, still like that guy holding dual wielding lightsabers, but holding them backwards. That's a great image. Yeah, it was great. That's design. Force Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. It was a great image. But anyway, so yeah, like Electronic Arts, give us more. Give us more nice single player cool games like this and uh, you know leave the multiplayer to Activision and uh, uh, Blizzard they're good at it dice all they understand is money so if this made money that's right there might be hope now how much of that is because it came out in a year where the last Star Wars movie came out Hmm. Uh, no I don't think so that it was in the public mindset it's also a really starved climate that's true. In, okay, in in the gaming space, yes, but I think you're absolutely right. I think in the lead up to this holiday season, me and the rest of the fuck, me and all of North America and perhaps the world were fucking obsessed with Baby Yoda. Yep. And then, uh, then we all went and saw the Star Wars movie. And if we weren't, we hadn't already seen the Star Wars movie, we were hyped to see the Star Wars movie because it hadn't disappointed us yet. <laughs> and we were so. And you were like, oh. And I, I remember sending you guys emails. But you didn't enjoy watch them do a quest fest. You, get, you saw completed in the first ten minutes over an hour and a half. You didn't enjoy that. Do we need to get into Rise? Rise no, we don't. God, I just remembered how bullshit that is. Well, yeah. Did you read? Okay, well, to get into Rise of Skywalker again. Yeah, we're doing it. Did you see the articles today about one guy who was apparently one of the Knights of Ren who said there was a different ending, in which Ray dies to save Ben. And, I like that better. And Ben takes up the Skywalker mantle. I like that a lot better. I don't at all. Well, they're actually bullshit. related, then, first of all. Okay, but, okay. But why would, he be, why would he be Ben Skywalker? He would be Ben Solo. He would just take the Solo name. At least he's, like, you know... At least he's blood-related? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you know what the original ending, like, what what the original ending was supposed to be? What? Okay. Who's Abrams' original ending before No, no. Movie? Apparently from the beginning of the trilogy. What? Which no. is Which is what was set up... In, uh, in, in the first one and Rise of the Skywalker, where, where Ray keeps on having dark force encounters that she's kind of, that don't really scare her. Like they scare her, but anyway, whatever. What? Point being, when Ray, when the ultimate thing is Ray is not, uh, is not 
the light side of the force or the dark side of the force. She embraces the fact that she is both and the force is both. So, yeah. so she does, oh, yeah, she yeah, literally becomes yeah, the one that. that's, who that's, brings that's, balance to the force. Yeah, and she does. That's a no, much better no, ending. What no. the fuck? She, she declares herself light side, basically. Oh, uh, I am all the Jedi. Her, yeah, yeah her yeah. saber is yellow. It is light. Yellow is it's neutral light. though. No, 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 no. The yellow is, if you harken back to the Knights of the Republic games, yellow is a neutral lightsaber. Is that actually canon? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's canon. It it's in the KOTOR now. games. Uh, lightsaber color meaning. I swear that yellow was a Indicate neutral color a in Jedi's the KOTOR games. Jedi's chosen class. Well, maybe that was more of my. I don't know. This is Wikipedia, Star Wars fan. I'm old, okay. and there are wolves after me. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Grandpa, you can't come inside. <laughs> okay, it's not. It's not. It's not just giving me this image. Open link. And this is what happens when I don't get my pills. <laughs> Are you upset because my face reminds you of the Grim Specter of Death? Death. <laughs> yes, but there's more. Okay, this is. That was really, is that evil. Was really that tells you. Evil. I forgot you took that. I forgot I took that voiceover class. That was really good. Evil. Star Wars Expanded Universe. Um, yellow lightsaber used by Jedi Sentinels who seek and destroy the dark side. Their activities are closer to espionage. Mm, That's okay. pretty great. According, That's great. No, it's not. It is anti dark side. Uh, yeah, it is clearly anti dark side. Anyway, now this is. I, I well, in, in order for that original ending to work, they would have had to pick a better actress to play Ray. So yeah. uh, you get what you I pay don't for. know. I, I okay. I, maybe I need to go see Daisy Ridley in something else. But to me, the only thing I know her from is Ray, and yeah. so she is There's a flawless a Ray. It's I, I like faces. Her. She's she's fine, but she's this is gonna be it for. I think. Oh yeah, that's this is it. This is it. Okay. I feel like Mark Hamill would have words with you about that. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill was never working acted on Broadway in... before this. Before yeah, Star Wars. Mark that... Hamill was always going to be fine. Okay, do you... Mark Hamill was always the best actor of the group. Was Daisy Ridley picked out of? That is not true. Uh, was so was Daisy Ridley just like picked what? out of a crowd? Wait. I mean, what else did Carrie Fisher or? Wait, 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 wait. You, you think that? What I'm saying that is entirely possible that Daisy Daisy Ridley could go on to have a career as meaningful as Mark Hamill's. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. She's going to be fine. Yeah. She'll be doing, like, you know, maybe not... Uh, okay. Mark what Hewitt, movies like, did Mark Hamill do after Star Wars? Hey, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, garbage. But he was successful in other ways. That's right. And so was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Carrie that Fisher was fine. an editor. She was but punching I don't know scripts. if, like, I mean, acting's going to... Yeah. Yeah. I see... Let's see. Post-Rise of Skywalker, I see... On IMDb, I see Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, oh, as a voice, and then something called Chaos That's Walking. That's going super Mark Hamill really quick. There you go. Mm-hmm. Chaos Walking, Calma, and a Woman of No Importance. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, those are all announced things that she might be in. So, Actually, she'd done voice work before that. She was Peter Rabbit in Peter well, she Rabbit. Was Cottontail in Peter Rabbit. Huh. Okay. And flopsy turvy. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. I am DB. There's not much on here. TV series stuff. Man, every other actor must be pissed off about that. <laughs> what? That, they've got, that, that she, she got that she got Star Wars when uh, when her season was um, so short. Um, what's it? Um, she was almost fired initially. Why? Because um, JJ called her wooden. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, she's not lying. No, he's not. <laughs> hmm. well, yeah, she, she, she was, she was in like Olivia Wilde. She was in the Selfridges. Uh, wow, man, no, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's yeah. been working since 2012. Born in 92. Oh, my God, am I Yeah, old? yeah, don't think about that. Don't think about that. Oh, God. Hey, hey, I'm exactly two months older than the pilot of The Simpsons. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man, How's I remember that, that being on TV. Just like. When they get Santa's little helper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember watching that on like this tiny CRT. Oh my god! It, it was she color, actually but, no. she actually did the voice in Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, and that was that was um. She did the voice in Battlefront too. Yeah. Did you see the second Lego movie? Uh, no, no. Wait, they get Bruce Willis for a second. Oh, that's awesome! And they're they're crawling through like an air vent, and they see Bruce Willis with a lighter. It's like, I have a home. I don't live here. <laughs> so, we, we, like, do they meet Lego Bruce Willis or Bruce Willis? They meet Lego Bruce Willis oh, okay, okay. doing Die Hard. It was funny. No, I it's the most I've ever laughed at him in years. Oh, you know what? I'll, you know what I'll say had me in stitches, like mm. for seventy-five percent of it. This mode, the season, I think it was no, it was the this least this last episode of Saturday Night Live. Mm. Who the fuck was the host? The host? Oh yeah, it was the season premiere or was the twenty twenty premiere? It was Adam Driver. And musical guest was Halsey. And literally, like, usually Saturday Night Live, I can count it on for one good hard laugh an episode. Yeah. As long as they can give me that, I'm good. And I enjoy Weekend Update as a rule. Plus, the cold open is always fun. Um, this one, I laughed. I had, like, a serious fucking little laughing fit in every single fucking sketch up to and including Weekend Update. It was great. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. Because it's Adam Driver. Yes. That was a big part of it. Adam Driver's funny. He is. Yeah. He is. Adam Driver's sneaky talented. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. Hmm. I'd like that Daisy Ridley. She fucking sucks. Look, it's... I've watched three movies of her and I see nothing. I'm sorry. I see it all. I see a soul that would bring the light and the dark sides of the Force together. I see an intense stare that never changes. Yeah. I don't. Alex on I, I see a rich inner life. Sometimes they put those eye drops in and the tear rolls down her cheek. <laughs> no, sometimes that's CG. Oh. <laughs> I forgot they could do that. Nothing is real. I liked it. Everything is permitted. You guys are Everything fucking sour pieces. <laughs> Assassin's Creed fucking sucks and has for years. Yeah, it has. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the oh, no, best Odyssey game. Odyssey was in, really fun. Odyssey, yeah, see, Odyssey was great, but it was yeah. barely an Assassin's Creed game. It was not much Let's fun to honest. play. Let's be honest. Odyssey okay. is... Yeah, Odyssey was a tremendous open-world action game. Slash RPG. I wouldn't call yeah, it really tremendous. Is. I was awesome. I put like 100 hours into that I don't, game. Those fights I don't, were great. I don't care how much time of yours it sucked up. I disagree, Alex. I don't think the fights were all that fun. They were okay. They were okay. They were no... Well, you didn't like this little like, war fight thingies? They were no Sekiro. Oh, yeah, it no. Sekiro doesn't want to be I just Sekiro. don't think that's fun, personally. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Both. But I can appreciate that it's a better combat system. You wouldn't want that kind of combat for... See, here's the thing. Okay, hot takes here. I think really, Elden really Ring... really slashy and fun. I think Elden Ring is like, you like this? You like this? Well, here's a whole shitload of this. And I think it's going to get old. I cannot imagine maintaining that intensity of combat through an open world. Maybe it won't. Sekiro was a complete departure from previous Souls. Okay, but, it, but the combat was still so intense. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring is supposed to be an open world-ish game, right? 
Do you want that kind of do or die, one mistake and you're dead combat when you're trying to explore an open world? Okay, so so you... Why? So So you you walk out of your village and there's a great plane before you. Yeah, and then some fucker kills you and you're starting over again. From your village. So you walk out of your village and there's a great plane before you and that fucker is coming over the hill. So you shoot him with an arrow before he gets close. But he keeps on coming, so you shoot him with another arrow. So he's weak by the time he gets to you and you cut him down and you steal his fucking horse. And you get up and you keep on riding over the hill and you meet all his friends and they kill you. So you start over in the village and you come out of the village and you look out at this great open plain and you see that fucker coming down over the hill and yeah, I'm down for it. That's not fun. I'm fucking down for it. I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill that guy and all his friends. Then I'm gonna take their shit. Then I'm going to the, save my game, and then I'm going to go past them and see what da- more dangerous. The best open world games are not difficult games. Think of like Skyrim, okay? Did we all like Skyrim? Yeah, I like Skyrim with the difficulty cranked up. Um, okay, I wouldn't call it the best open world game. Um, first of all, we're going to get into an argument now on what constitutes good within an open world game, and what I will go back to a hundred fucking times in a row is whether or not it's fun to play as I go around and move through it and do things within it, which is why we all agreed on Spider-Man. Yes, yeah. but Spider-Man thus, also wasn't hard. There was a constant thus, sense of progression in Spider-Man without you getting your ass kicked. There's a constant sense of progression in Souls game. Just because you don't appreciate it doesn't mean it's there. Yeah, it's absolutely not. It's like Groundhog Day the game without Bill Murray. Where you learn something new every day. It, sometimes you feel like killing yourself. Sometimes you find the love of your life. To me, it's more meaningful progression than you know getting a fucking status upgrade or getting a... like The, the progression in Souls games is, is real learning, forward learning progression. Literally forward progression. That's what I it is in those see games. numbers get bigger. That, that happens I, too, but it matters less than your understanding of the game. And that is what... Anyway, it's fucking wonderful. Yes, it's fun. It is fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm down for it. Well, I, I, I will 100% not touch Elden Ring. Okay. There's nothing you can possibly do to make me even entertain. What if, what if I bring up that you played both of the last ones? Of what? You you played Bloodborne and you played uh, Sekiro. Uh, yeah, I hated my time with both of them. Yes. So I'm not but, going to do it but, anymore. But, but you played them both, and, and Bloodborne was a departure from Souls, and Sekiro was also a departure from Bloodborne and Souls. So it, it stands to reason that Elden Ring will be a further departure, and it could be the one. It could be the one. Thus, given that it's fucking free for you because you have a subscription service, you're goddamn going to play Elden Ring. I'm not. It is not on the list. It is Fuck. off the list. Put it on the list. I'm telling you. Put it on the list. No. Put it on no, the absolutely list. Absolutely not. Because I know that whenever it comes out, I'm going to be telling you that this could be the one. <laughs> you say that constantly. That's and right. Then I go out of my That's way right. and I find I find side scrollers that you hate, and then I'm like, hey. Slain's pretty good. (laughs) No game studio is infallible except from software. Um, Even when I make a game I don't personally like, I still respect the living shit. Let's go go backwards in From uh, Software's catalog and find Yeah, I I didn't enjoy Armored Core. I did not enjoy Armored Core. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Armored Core Mm -hmm. and was it Kingsfield? Yeah, well, no, Kingsfield was the predecessor of Souls. Yeah, yeah, Kingsfield is absolutely the predecessor of Souls. Yep, 100%. Alright, so the yeah. Demon Souls onward. They're remaking Demon Souls, I think. I they it's, that's a rumor. That's a rumor. That's a rumor that PlayStation. That's a rumor that PlayStation fans keep on suggesting. That you soundtrack fucking sucks. <laughs> and you know what? I would not want to play a remake of Demon Souls, frankly. 
Um, the overall the reason over that one didn't pick over. up as quickly as no, no, it was it did. was a mega hit. It was huge. Yeah. Demon Souls was not. It was like this weird indie yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no, after GameSpot gave it Game of the Year, it, it flew out. It, the oh, it okay. was an indie okay. thing. It was an indie thing basically um, because Sony refused to publish it in North America. But they paid for it. They paid for its development in Japan. They published it in Japan. They refused to publish it in North America because they didn't think it would do well. Uh, then people reviewed it and were like, uh, "This is pretty original and interesting and." Kind kind of amazing everybody and so i played it and alex played it and everyone played it and we went back to the yeah. forums and we said uh this is kind of amazing everybody and then uh sony actually went on the record eventually saying that that decision was a mistake and they should have published it in north america they lost a lot of money oh shit i found a from software game that i enjoyed what okay so i'm just going through their list of their wikipedia list of all the games they did and we all know that I have a weakness for card-based anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a card thing? They did, on the GameCube, a game called Lost Kingdoms and the sequel Lost Kingdoms 2, which were deck-based JRPGs. Okay, let me see here. And they were both really good. I liked them a lot. Lost Kingdoms. Oh, shit, they did Enchanted Arms, too. That was actually not a bad RPG from the 360 launch yeah, area. Remember that? So that one wasn't too bad. Holy crap, they did a lot of... of they did Ninja Blade? That actually wasn't bad, either. See, you begrudgingly respect them. Well, but it seems like after they started, after they fell upon this Dark Souls thing, that's all they've done. I mean, since Dark Souls, Armored Core 5, Mobile Quick Gun and Unicorn, Steel Battalion, Heavy Armor, Armored Core, bunch of bullshit, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3, Sekiro, Elden Ring. So it's like they found Chance, this niche. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable calling Bloodborne game of the, game of the generation. <laughs> what do you think? Game of the Generation? Yeah. Jeez. Of the Xbox okay. One, PlayStation 4 generation. Yeah, Blood yeah. it's the reason I got a PS4, and I'm still playing it. Okay, well, first of all, the generation is not over yet. It's so dead. We're about to get... Oh, really? Well, we're getting Last of Us 2 before the end really? of the year. So you don't think you don't think Last of Us 2 might have something Maybe. to say about that? Just I don't like trust it did Druckmann. Like, I really okay, don't. We both don't That's trust fine. Druckmann, but let's face it, The Last of Us last gen had something to say yeah, in the final years of the PS3. And so The Last of Us 2 may, may very well have something to say may here. May very well. Additionally, uh, we're still not done with Dying Light. True. Dying Light may come out. Additionally, this summer... Uh, fuck... The first Sucker Punch game since Infamous Second Son. Oh, I forgot about oh, Ghost, yeah. of Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. So as we as we look at video games, I know it's easy to think about PC games and Xbox games, but let's be honest, this gen isn't fucking nearly done yet, thanks to PlayStation. And and there's there's some very interesting things on the horizon. And apparently, you know how last week I was talking shit about Xbox because all Xbox games were going to be backwards compatible with this gen. For the for next two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think on Twitter today, apparently Sony said the exact same thing back in October, but no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because it's just decent business, honestly. I, I still not. think I'm right about it holding back design and graphics. I know you, I know, I know the, the theory of scaling. I get that. But it's like, it's like expecting Dying Light to run on a PS3. Like it's fucking not well, going to. It's not going to do well. We are never going to see the generational leaps again like we did in the past. Between like Super Nintendo and PlayStation, I know. or Super Nintendo and Nintendo sixty four, you're never going to see that big of a jump again, ever. I don't. Th- I don't think that's true. I think because that, we, I think we're that, already I think approaching we're photorealism. Going, I don't, I'm not. That's I'm not true. talking about graphics. I'm talking about what's going on under the hood. I'm talking about the fact that Galaxy can't run well on a Switch, and it can barely run well on a PS four. Um, I'm talking about. 
You're talking about AI and you're talking yeah, about I'm talking about all that shit under the AI. hood that that makes games truly next gen. Like the fucking walking physics in Grand Theft Auto 4. Remember that shit? The drunks? Drunk physics? The physics yeah. of the cars bouncing? That shit could not have been done on the PS2. Just like um, the, I don't know, you could say the crowd scenes or 5. I'm sure there's all kinds of shit in PS5 games in terms of artificial intelligence, in terms of physics, that could not have occurred on the previous gen. The previous gen could not run control. Period. No. Um, so, so yeah, like, I want developers to have the opportunity to have as much fun with that shit as they want and not be beholden to the specs of a launch PS4! Like, that's fucking stupid! And well, I don't, maybe and you I... don't need a PlayStation 5 this year. <gasps> maybe you can put it off for a year. You bastard. I'm just suggesting... Well, I'm not saying that's what I'm going to do, but I'm saying no, that... I'm, you I'm know, definitely if... going to get it. I'm going to plug in Overwatch, and I'm going to have a... <laughs> and it'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's still Overwatch. It's not going to look any better. By then, you'll be playing in Overwatch 2. Yeah, but it'll it'll just load slightly faster. Yes, and apparently by then, I will be playing Overwatch 2. That's a good point. That is a good point. Hmm. But in about 20 minutes, you know what I'll be playing? Overwatch 1. Wonder Song. Wonder, yes, uh, you I'm, should go play I'm gonna that. I'm going to play Wonder Song, and I've decided I'm going to download Outer Wilds and see what happens later if I'm feeling a little freaky. Just play some Wonder Song. It'll give you, you know a, what I should do? I nice should, calm feeling. I should finish watching Let the Right One In. You know what That's... didn't suck? What? The American remake of that. You know what? I was going back in my blog and reading old reviews slightly. Yeah. I like doing that. Because <clears throat> a guy at work, and I assume I assume it's because he listens to the podcast, and maybe he listened to the maybe he listened to the Death Stranding analogy. He wanted to know if I was gay. So he walks. Yeah. Up, <laughs> so he walks up to me. Aww. So he, no, he's, you know whatever. No, it's... so he walks up to me and asks me what I think the the best. Um, the best gay couple in film or television is, or the best mm. representation of a gay relationship is. And I said, holy shit, that's a good question. I don't think I know the answer to that. I feel like the answer to that would be known by someone who's really absorbed, like, a lot of a lot of that stuff, and I just haven't. Like, I think about all these shows I never saw. Like, um, I, there's a friend at work who's obsessed with the, the new The L Word that just came out. And I remember yeah. when the L Word first came out, do you remember a show called Queer as Folk that was on like 20 years yeah. ago? Yeah, I that, remember that. That was yeah. a fucking cultural phenomenon. Oh, I remember all my gay friends at the time, like they were having like viewing parties every week to watch Queer as Folk together. So I'm sure there's all kinds of awesome gay love stories that I've never seen. But I'll tell you what a good one is, as far as I'm concerned, my criteria, is it's a, it's a narrative that, you know, involves gay people, I guess, who, who don't suffer specifically on account of their uh, of their sexual orientation. That's not what the story is about. Now, if we're talking about, like, we're talking about Harvey Milk, uh, the first uh, openly gay person elected to office in the United States. Yeah, okay, that shit's going to come up. Like, obviously, you're going to include that stuff. But for me, um, I hate seeing it. I hate, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. To show that it exists, that's fine. But I feel like what that says is that if you identify that way, you're going to suffer. And that's a really mm-hmm. bad lesson. And I don't like that. What I like is when the relationship is like they're arguing over not cleaning up socks because that's what relationships are like. And it occurs to me that a great one is, uh, oh yeah, did we bring this up last week? I think we did a little bit, yeah. Yeah, right at the end. we did bring this up last week. And uh, and I said the Jackson's moms on on uh, sex education. And then, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then we, yeah, and then we brought up um, um, 
the Hulk on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Alex pointed out that he had never been shown to kiss Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did do this last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it occurred to me what my favorite gay love story of all time is, and that mm. is "Let the Right One In." It's a good one. It is a good one. But the original Swedish, and I'm sorry, American listener, don't watch it off a streaming service. Buy a copy from the UK if you can. Get the theatrical well, subtitles. Is it is it a four stub? Um, no, it's not a dub at all. It's subtitles, oh. but they're poorly written subtitles. Like the first time, oh. the first time the little boy meets the vampire, um, in, in the North American version, uh, he turns around and he, he says, do you live here? She goes, yes, I live here. He goes here. She turns around and she goes right beside you, or right beside your apartment in the actual, like the good translation, the European translation, the kid turns around, he goes, <gasps> Do you live here? She goes, yes. I live here in the jungle gym. <laughs> like, it's a completely different fucking conversation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get the original if you can. Hmm. Interesting. I actually, I recited the story of Let the Right One Into a Work Associate last week. And when I dropped the Ed God, they were like, holy Fucking shit. Yeah, it's dark. I, go, I, know. I don't know. What, how does it end? I know uh, I know the general okay. thing. Oh, he, child he, he, he's groomed to be the new handler the whole time. Let me yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. Okay. So um okay, so so listener, if you're interested in the, watching the best vampire movie ever made, no hyperbole. Yeah, really no hyperbole. Without spoilers. No, not. Like even the American remake's pretty good. Ha, don't listen to Alex, don't watch it. Have a great have a great week. Stop listening now. <clears throat> if you want to hear an interesting story, listener, stick around. <clears throat> Our story begins with... <laughs> he just cuddled up to the microphone. I heard it. With heard a, him kind of a in. creepy little fucking Casper of a kid with snow white hair who is constantly bullied by the kids at school. And he comes home to a mother in an apartment, and the mother doesn't really give a shit. She's usually on the phone. So he goes into his room, and he finds the knife that he likes to play with. And he imagines stabbing those bullies. Um... Then uh, someone moves in next door, and uh, he has no idea who it is, and he goes outside, and he has that conversation with her. And the little girl says to him, just so you know, we can't be friends. And he goes, well, what makes you think I would want to be your friend? And she just disappears. And then he goes to school the next day, and the bullies are even worse today. And he pisses his pants. And it's really not good. And one of them, one of them beats him with a switch on the legs, and when he doesn't cry out, they hit him across the face with it and make a cut. And so he goes back out to the jungle gym the next day, and the little girl is there. And she wants to know what the deal with the cut is. Or no, that's not yet. Uh, he gives her a Rubik's Cube. She's interested in puzzles. And he can't solve it. The next day, she has solved it. And she wants to know what the deal is with the cut on his face. And he tells her. And she tells him, Oscar, you can't. they'll just keep hitting you. You have to hit them back as hard as you can. And... <clears throat> So what she is, is a vampire. She lives with an old man. Uh, it's never really directly said in the movie what's going on here between Ely and the old man. But the old man goes out and kills people on Ely's behalf. Murders them. What he does is he, he finds them in a public place, puts laughing gas over their face, so they pass out. He ties them upside down to a tree, cuts their throat, drains their blood into a jug, and then he takes it back to Ely. And so now that they've moved into this new location, he goes out to do just that. Halfway through collecting the blood, he's interrupted by someone taking their dog for a walk. 
So he kick, quickly gathers up all his shit and books it out of there, but fuck, he forgot the jug. He forgot the fucking jug, so he gets back to the apartment. Ely is not happy. I guess she she figures she has to handle this herself, so she goes out, and she finds some local guy, nice guy, on his way home from the bar. And we've been introduced to this character before. He is a nice guy. And he's on his way home from the bar, and he walks under a little underpass, and there's this little girl huddling in the snow saying, please help me, please help me. And so he goes over to her, and as soon as he lifts her up to take her out of there, she clamps down on his neck and bleeds and dry, kills him, snaps his neck afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gotta eat, yeah. come on. So, so Ely, Ely is a, a literal monster. As the movie goes on, uh, her relationship with Oscar develops as her relationship with the old man deteriorates. Um, Oscar is... Obviously, just it loves having a friend, loves having someone who wants to listen to his problems, loves having someone around who cares about him. And um, on the one hand, I agree with Alex that, yeah, she was grooming him. On the other hand, if you, everything she talks about with him, all the things she's curious about, says that she's still kind of 12, too. She's still... Yeah, she's. I think she's acting. I don't think so. I, I think she knows... She's been doing this long enough to know what to say and when. She's also that, but she also, I, there's gen, there's genuine sense of, I, I don't view it as negatively as you are. I view, I view it as very, as very both, I feel it's both monstrous and beautiful at the well, same time. She doesn't time. start interacting with him until her handler fails. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. She goes. Well, they, they meet, but she doesn't start like actually getting closer until after you know he fucked up. Going out and talking to him was getting closer. Anyway, let's agree to disagree on that point. Okay, well, it's been like <laughs> ten years since I've seen. Yeah, it. so it's been about a uh, it's been a couple days for me. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so um, so Oscar and Oscar and Ely get closer and closer, and eventually Oscar asks Ely, "Would you be my girlfriend?" To which Ely can only respond, "I'm not a girl, Oscar." Now, as a viewer. We may think Ely intends to say, you know, I'm actually a vampire. I'm not a boy. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Um, that's not what Ely is saying. Ely is not a female. Huh. So, <clears throat> but she doesn't go into that that much detail. That's all she says. Um, but Oscar says, you know, so, so you don't want to be my girlfriend. Well, what does that mean? Well, we just hang out and we we just have each other's backs and... Uh, that's it. So everything is like it is right now? Yeah. Okay, then I'll be your girlfriend. Okay. Uh, so the guy goes out, uh, the old guy goes out to, uh, to get some more blood. And this time, because they fucked it up with the last one, and because, uh, no one's found the body of, uh, the guy that Ely killed yet, he takes a little jar of acid with him. And, uh, and he goes to the local school or something, and he he waits around for the kids to be leaving school. And then when one kid goes into the change room, he hits him with the gas, strings the kid up. And then the kid's friends are waiting outside for him. They go to the change room window. They start banging on the window. Come on, man. Come on out of there. And the banging wakes up the kid. The kid starts screaming. The guy knows he's fucked. He's fucked. So he just kind of walks into a nearby room, opens the jar of acid, and waits. And as soon as the door gets busted open, he lifts the jar above his head and says Ely's name and dumps the acid into his face so he can't be recognized. Yeah. Because people around the neighborhood have seen him. If he got arrested, it would lead back to Ely. Okay. Ely, meanwhile, is starving. She's trying to hang out with Oscar, but uh, she's getting pretty fucking hungry. And 
she goes to the hospital and she walks into the hospital in bare feet out of, uh, out of a snowy night and asks about the guy who the police brought in. And the nurse will tell him, tell her the floor that she's on, but I'm sorry, miss, you can't go up and see him. It's dangerous. And Neely says she understands and she goes outside and then the nurse realizes that she's in bare feet and this poor child, she rushes outside and she just stands there in the night. There's no one there. And you get this beautiful drawn back view of the hospital as oh, the nurse yeah, stands. The so good. Yeah, as the nurse stands in the foreground looking for the girl, she can't see the girl. She turns around and walks back into the hospital, and then a shadow you never never noticed on the side of the wall of the hospital scrambles up the hospital wall. Some of the best practical effects you've ever fucking seen in your life. It was beautiful. So Ely knocks on the window, asks if she can come in. The guy takes out his breathing tube and motions that he's burned out his tongue, he can't speak. So he goes to the window and opens it, pulls all the cords off him. And she just looks at him, and he cranes his neck out towards her. And Ely feeds. And then she dumps his ass out the window, and it falls into the snow below. And she looks down at him like, like you look at a book you just dropped or something. And then she goes on. And so Oscar is still getting the shit beat out of him by these fuckers at school, but as he becomes more, um, as he becomes more confident thanks to Ely, he does strike back and he hits a guy good. He hits the little fucker who's been making his life hell good. And so he's feeling more confident in himself. He's doing like, he's doing like exercises and everything. He's trying to get stronger and he's in the pool and the kid comes back with his older brother. And the older brother makes it clear that what he's about to do is he is going to murder Oscar. He's going to drown him right now in this pool. And so he takes Oscar's head and he grips his hair, that snow white hair, and he pushes it under the water. And so now what we see is Oscar's face being held under the water and the entire length of the pool behind him and kids swimming in it. And he's being held and he's being held and he's being held and he's being held and he's going to die. And then you hear a crunch and then you see, and then you see a little bit of red in the water and then the hand still gripping his head floats down. It's been ripped off just past the, uh, just past the elbow. And then, uh, a head plunges into the water 30 feet away. And then a pair of legs that were kicking down at the other end of the pool are suddenly kicking into the pool, streaming across it towards us. And then Ely's hand reaches into the pool and pulls Oscar out of the water. Oscar opens his eyes, and, he's, and all we see is Ely's eyes with blood splattered across her face. And then Oscar gives her the biggest smile in the world. <laughs> Cut to, they are on a train. Or Oscar is on a train with a giant trunk in front of him. Oscar and Ely have learned how to communicate with Morse code, and he's tapping on the trunk. And that is the end of the movie. So, Oscar's parents were assholes. We don't mind that he left them. Uh, we're glad that he's with this person that he loves so much. Um, but we're pretty sure that in 50 years, Ely is going to suck him dry and throw him out a window. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and what Ely is, for the record, why this is my favorite gay love story of all time, mm-hmm. is because as far as I'm concerned, it's basically Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. But, uh, but the fact that they're both boys... Ely was, Ely was one of the most beautiful girls in the, or one of the beautiful boys in a kingdom like 300 years ago. And there was a monster who was like a local warlord. And he summoned the most beautiful boys to his court. And then he mutilated them and turned them into vampires. And that's what Ely is. Is that from the movie or is that? That's actually from the book, but it is implied in the movie. 
It is okay. implied, but you don't really know. Just like it's implied in the movie that the guy who's been taking care of Ely is a pedophile. In the book, it's explicit. He is. Mm. But Ely would never give up, give him anything in the book. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so that, it was an incredible fucking story to me. I had never seen a vampire story like that in my life. Um, it came along specifically at a time where there were two types of vampire movies. There was Fright Night and there was Twilight. That was... I like that Fright Night remake. It was fun. I agree that it was fun, but it was also... Um, it was more like this... Well, not even that. Um, it was almost like Buffy vampires, where when someone goes vamp, they're suddenly, like, hideous. Oh, they change and shape. Yeah, yeah, and it's all, yeah. like, gross-out horror shit like that. That's what that Fright Night was. Meanwhile, Twilight is about how sexy vampires are. They glow. But once upon a time, there was, in fact, a book called Dracula. And the monster of the vampire is about um, it's about the worst in mankind, and in very Puritan religious times, warning us about the sins of the flesh and the hungers of the flesh. That's what the vampire is. He's all the worst yeah. parts of ourselves that want to suck on someone else's neck. And so he epitomizes sexy just as he is a monster. Um, that's what the whole fucking thing is. It's both the romance of Twilight and the monstrousness of Fright Night. That's why Let the Right One In is brilliant. It is... Everything that makes vampires immortal in the imagination. And it's without question my personal favorite gay love story. Okay. There you go. I have not been exposed to enough stories involving <laughs> gay relationships to give you any sort of answer. That's the thing. Yeah, like I, I had I had real, genuine trouble thinking of one. And then it just occurred to me that one of my all-time favorite movies happened to be. See, the only answer I would have to that is that is a relationship that I happen to know. I know these friend, one of my wife's friends from high school, and his partner okay. actually got married around the same time we did. So the only exposure I have was to just to a couple, to mm -hmm. two guys. And the thing is, they're the same as any other couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just a couple. They're just two guys. And it's just they're a couple. It's it's. That's, I mean, and that's it. <laughs> to, to me, it's weird when you work with people because the only thing you ever tend to hear about their spouses are complaints. <laughs> there, True. There are two guys. Why are you with this person? Oh, well. Yeah, there, there's two guys in my office who have been married for more than 10 years, and one of them is not very vocal about his wife at all. The other one loves telling you about all the ways he drives her crazy. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and yeah, and, uh, and Jeanette's married, and she, um, ah, I don't want to talk about yeah. Jeanette's shit. But anyway. Did you guys see Picard? Uh, not yet, but no. I hear it's free. The first episode is free on YouTube. It's really good. Is it really? It's slow and good, and just so full of Patrick Stewart. Shit! Well, I guarantee you, I could record okay. this shit in Canada. Yeah, I could. I could watch this entire series if I chose to. I think it's a shockingly big budget. Hmm. That is that endears me to it. Yeah. Picard no. wouldn't. <clears throat> not Picard. Um. The no. The name of the actor. The name of the actor is not Jean-Luc Picard. Patrick Stewart wouldn't come back for Peanuts. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, he, he would. kind of would. Yeah, well, like he likes working. Does he, he enjoyed... really want to play Picard one more time? Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was so jazzed. Yeah, the 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 he okay. loves this shit. The, the role that kind of made him a sex symbol. Yeah, like if you've seen American Dad, he he just doesn't give a shit yeah, anymore. He loves it. He, <laughs> he loves it. He's having he, a great time. He's been making cartoons about like throwing like dunking goldfish into women's boobs and oh, yelling, man. I'm the mayor of Jam City. <laughs> he's been having fun for a while. Yes, he's, he's really enjoying himself. And uh, uh, Did you hear about uh, Kenobi getting delayed? That's fine. Yeah, and you know what makes me feel fine with it? Ewan McGregor's fine with it. He seems he seems jazzed about the idea. Apparently, they're going to punch things up. We could, we could use, you know, 
a little less Star Wars, a little higher quality. Take your time, guys. Um, I don't need less. I mean, like, this past holiday season was a glut. I'll agree. <laughs> a little much. There's a lot of Star Wars all in one. I didn't feel guys. like it was That's... a little much. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed all of it. I, I enjoyed the movie the first time. You, you ever get, like, one of those, like, two-pound bags of M&Ms, and after, a while, after you finish yeah, it, like, yeah. good on chocolate yeah. for a month? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't need that yeah. uh, for a while, so. All right. <laughs> Well, oh, thank you M&Ms for that. that oh, do not get the caramel M&M's. Recitation. Caramel M&M's are awesome. What are you talking about? They're, They're like garbage. popcorn. No, car- the, the caramel M&M's are quite nice. And you know what I love? The pretzel. Those oh, are good too. Perfect, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those I really miss good. the Krispies. I, no, I never, cause the Krispies just had the Rice Krispie. That's not yeah. the pretzel had the little. You, you got a M&M little Kit Kat. It was great. You got a little bit of salt in every salt. in every, yeah, in every yeah, one of the yeah. pretzel ones and the salt in the chocolate. The pretzels are great. Yeah, very good. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for that almost sensual retelling of Let the Right One In. I'm sorry. That's just what my voice naturally does when I speak. That was pretty clinical. Well, well, there's passion involved. You can tell he... Well, really that's that's. You, I can it, tell you really like the movie. Yeah, it was yeah, like exactly. no, it was like Romeo and Juliet. It was it was like the type of crazy love that only kids can fall in. It's a beautiful love story with you know stranger Vampires. on a train drama. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Fucking monster. And a monster and death. All right. All right. Well, I think that's about does it for this week. I think yeah, so. Yeah, man, almost two hours. Yeah, went a little long. That's all right. Alex, thank you for being here. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been going to work at 5 a.m. every day for two weeks. I, I don't know how I made it to this on time. Oh time God. to go to bed. <laughs> I, um, I don't, I don't know when I am. You have to arrive there at 5 a.m.? Every day. Oh my God. Oof. Why aren't we doing this earlier? Oh, cause it's... I've been at home since one. He took a nap. Oh, yeah, I've been oh. asleep for like three hours. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Chance, <laughs> it's not thank so you for being bad, here. It's disorienting. Yeah. It is my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.